Welcome to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast, where we discuss various dog training topics to help you become the best leader for your dog. Marvin Pierce has over 20 years of experience with obedience training for dogs located in the Sherwood, Oregon area. Offering private lessons and group clinics, the dog teacher has been able to change the lives of dog owners by helping them develop and maintain an obedient dog. For more information, contact us at MarvinPierceDogTeacher.com. For me, I've never done anything that if I felt I needed help, I didn't try to find help. I mean, I played darts professionally for a little while, you know, for a year or so. And I went and learned from the best of the best. I mean, I went to the world champions, and that's where I learned from. And I never had a problem with that. And Team Roping was the same way. I never went to a world champion for a few years, but then I got an opportunity to go to a world champion uh, that was doing clinic in our area, and then I went to several of them. But I feel that some of the mistakes with dogs is people won't admit they need help. No. And then when they do need help, and then when they come and say, hey, will you help me? Then they're like, no, I'm okay. Like, no, you're not okay. You didn't come here to visit. You came here because you got a problem. Let's fix the problem. And I feel like there's so Mm -hmm. many different versions of it. Like some of them, they're personally offended because their dog is their baby and someone's not talking nicely about their baby. For sure. And some of them are that they came with problem A, but they have problem B, C, D, and E. That's always it. That's always it. I mean, I see it. But they don't want to talk about those problems. They just want to talk about the one without having to address any of the others. We had a dog here recently. And for me, I want everybody to understand I'm not pointing fingers at no one. I mean, I'm not going to say nothing on here that I haven't said in person to whoever it might be, you know. Because of the fact, for me, that's why we're here. They're here to get help. And me, myself, I still try to learn every day. And if I get an opportunity to go to a clinic somewhere that I feel like I can learn something, I'm going to go. Yeah. And I don't care. I've told people I've bought an $80 video before, and I learned one little thing off of it. It was worth every penny. Yeah. Because I've drove yeah. for a thousand miles or two to learn, and I'm like, shit, I didn't learn nothing, but I went to yeah. the wrong place. Yeah. So me, if I buy a 50 or $80 video, I don't, I've got piles of videos. Yeah. I'm reading a book right now that most of it I've already learned from you, but every once in a while I learn something that you probably know but just haven't said to me yes. yet. Because you weren't ready. Yep. No, actually, I probably forgot. <laughs> but Either. for me, yeah, it does go back to that. For me, and I still say that it's different if you want to be a dog trainer mm-hmm. or if you just want a good dog. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, if you want a good dog and you don't want to be a dog trainer, then go to a good dog trainer to help make you a good dog. Like right now, I got Jerry Lee in Mississippi makes me a good dog, mm-hmm. or one of us a good dog. Mm-hmm. And I could do that, mm-hmm. but I don't want to take the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not in it right now. I'm into the obedience stuff and fix a problem yeah. dog. But I don't want to take the time. So I'm not into the wanting to make me a cow dog, so I went to the one of the best. Mm-hmm. And he's going to make a great cow dog. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be tickled to death to get that dog. But And it's going to cost a lot of money. But... I don't personally care. I mean, it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pay somebody to make me a $10 dog. If I wanted a $10 dog, I would just go get me a useless dog and I'd have a $10 dog. Mm-hmm. And you can't even get $10 dogs no more anyway. So, but for us, like whenever someone comes here with a dog problem, they tell us 112 great things about their baby. Yes. 
and I've got a paper, and we're doing it. I don't know how it came out, but I tried to do a TikTok audio thing on it. This lady came up here with a whole sheet of paper like this. I don't even know where her other camera is. <laughs> with a whole page. It's, for me, the fun thing was, is I looked in her car and I seen this little dust mop, and I'm like, holy shit. For our viewers, what's a dust mop? A little bitty dog that's got a lot of hair that you can dust. <laughs> Turn upside with. down yeah, mop before. <laughs> no, just dust stuff. You don't want to be Marvinism down. number one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but for me, I looked in the car and she's in there putting all kinds of stuff on this dog. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I didn't know nothing about the dog. I don't guess. I mean, some of the dogs I read their pro uh, protocol on and some dogs I just wait till they get here and we wing it, you know. Yeah. But I seen her put a muzzle on it. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Bianca ain't here. <laughs> The lady started getting this dog out of the car, and I kid you not, I'm like, ma'am, keep that thing away from me. <laughs> oh, he's got a muzzle on it. Not even a hundred thousand seconds. That little bastard got me by the pants leg. I'm like, ma'am, I'm like, calling another dog to quit. And before we got into my barn, which is like 36 feet through the barn, 25 feet through the barn, so you do the math if you'd like. That little dog done ran into me like five times with his nose and he couldn't get his mouth open. I said, man, your dog biting fast like, she's like, but he has a muscle on. I'm like, I don't care. It's not the right size. His mouth is open and he got me by the fast leg. And in the round pen, he got right up to me again. I don't know how many times. I'm like, ma'am, he is so sweet. I'm like, what, what is sweet about a dog holding on a fast leg with his teeth? And... So she tells me he snuggles good, I think. <laughs> and he really likes women, but he doesn't like men. I'm like, ma'am, I'm declaring myself as a man. And you know, so like, want to bite me. So keep your little dog away. So I read her page on TikTok or on a podcast. So y'all had to go on her. And Brett, I don't know if we got it up when we'll have it up here in the near future, but uh, you had to go on her and check it out. It's pretty entertaining. And I and, might have added a word, but I might have left 10 words out here, so I don't know, but it is. And for our viewers, again, this is funny for us because there's a laundry list of what's wrong with the yeah. dog. But what goes through your mind when you see the laundry list? Me? Of the do These are all the things my dog doesn't like. Me? You know, I don't pay much mind to the laundry list. I mean, I don't pay a whole lot of mind to the people mm -hmm. unless they tell me their dog's going to bite me. Then I'm really kind of concerned because a lot of times when I get dog bit, they didn't tell me I want yeah. dog bit until I yeah. got dog bit. So if they say it's going to bite, yeah, yeah you're we'll probably bite. Yeah. So for me, one of the things is I tell people, you tell me what you want, but your dog will tell me the truth. Yeah. Today we had a dog came in, I think it was a day, and they, the dog's been coming for a long time, and this is one of the topics, and I mean, if we're on here, I'm, I'm not going to say nothing here, I haven't told them. But I feel that people are in denial. You come here to the ranch and you want a dog that acts like my dogs, mm -hmm. or Bianca's dogs, or Jody's dogs, or Mariah's, or Jocelyn's, mm -hmm. or Carrie's, uh, Kay's, uh, Suzanne's, Linda's and Nancy's, I mean, Chris and Lana. Mm -hmm. I mean, people want dogs like that, but they do not understand. Every one of those dogs I just mentioned, I've helped with. Yeah. And you've helped with a majority of them. Well, you still help with them. I mean, because you even help with uh, Concho and Sully. Because mm -hmm. we use them in lessons now. So, and I think those two dogs have really advanced a lot in their last 
few months. Because, and they're young. Yes, because yeah. we start using them a lot in our lessons and our stuff. So that's mm -hmm. for me. You can't go buy you a puppy and make it humanized and expect it to be a dog. And by that, I mean you can't keep it at home and keep it away from dogs and keep it away from people. And you can't take it down to the dog park and let it get beat up and let it get rough housed mm -hmm. and then expect to have a great dog because it's probably not going to work. If you do, let me know because that would be one of the only ones I know of. Yeah. So today we talked about a dog that was here for less than an older dog. And people don't understand. For me, and I told the people that was here today, I said, you know, you got an eight-year-old dog, and let's say that's the same as me. I'm 61. You have an eight-year-old dog that doesn't want to go to rough house that's the same. for an hour or two with puppies. Yeah. It gets tired. And for me, if you don't stop it at the right point, you can have a dog fight. And totally. Two things could happen. One is you traumatize the puppy. Mm -hmm. He don't like dogs no more because they just beat him up. But the old dog's like, yeah, I just kicked his ass, mom, dad, because y'all wouldn't deal with it, so I dealt with it. Yeah. And that's why the dogs get in so much trouble. Yeah. And me, I tell people all the time, especially Bear, if he starts to get into it out in the field, some dog's getting on there, I call him, he comes running, and I'll make the other dog behave. Yeah. And Mari and Roxy, they're, you know, they were doing pretty good about it, but they haven't been getting in a lot of trouble lately with on their dogs because we kind of keep it in a round pen and we can keep control of it, you know. But it is hard. It's hard for people to understand how much work goes into making a great dog. Like Scout, I consider him a great dog now. Mm -hmm. Now, six months ago, he was a turd. No. Yeah, but I agree. The only reason that Scout is a great dog is by what you've done. I gave you the tools, yeah. and I showed you how to use them. Yeah. But you're the one that's got to really use them in the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. Because the neat thing about your dog is he respects you as a leader now. He don't respect you as a sugar mama who's going to yeah. give him stuff. Yeah. He knows he's got to behave, and he don't have wrong behavior. No. Nope. Because he has that leader, and that's the hard thing is uh, always for people to understand is, you know, and I talked about it, I don't know, the other night, on maybe on the podcast or something, but I was talking about problem dogs. For me, a lot of times, if somebody comes in here with a six- or eight-year-old dog and they're like their early, mid-20s or whatever, mm -hmm. and they're a couple, mm -hmm. I can be like, huh, you didn't have kids yet, huh? Mm -hmm. No. I'm like, I can tell. <clears throat> you got that four-legged dog mistaken with a two-legged one. Yeah. And that's what shows up. And for me, I always go back to the, I, I mean, I feel that I'm right, but nobody wants to wake up today with a dog that they can't take anywhere no. or a dog they got locked in the back room because people can't come in the house because the dogs will get, uh, get in trouble because you're going to bite somebody. And I hear people all the time, they lock their dog in the back room when they have company come over. They put them out in the backyard. They put them in the bathroom. They put them in the kennels, the crates. And for me, you always got to do what you got to do for safety. You don't want somebody to get bit because you're like, well, Marvin said, leave my dog out. So don't ever assume that I met you when I talk about this stuff, you know. For me, you always go back to professional help and... Brett, have we got any followers on here? Yeah, you got about 15 people on here. So, does anybody get any questions? Somebody said Elliot's watching. <clears throat> That's it. Oh, Elliot, the yeah. Border Collie. The black and white one. Oh, cool. I haven't yeah. seen her for a while. I know. So, How's she doing? Yeah, and we always like to hear about the dogs and throw stuff on our Facebook page and stuff and Instagram and 
I don't even know wherever you put it at. I don't know how to put nothing on anything but my own You can put it pretty much anywhere and just tag Marvin Pierce out, teacher. Yeah, and we love to see the dogs and the people and how dogs are doing. And, you know, we don't see dogs here sometimes for six months or a year. Not once that we, we worry about them, you know. And now we're trying to do more follow-up with the people and the dogs. But then somebody will throw this cool picture. They're on vacation or something with their dog, and their dog's being really cool. So it's always fun for us to see that. Uh, but we need you all to think of some questions. I mean, I could come up with 100 questions, you know. One of my questions is how to put up with rude people in dog lessons. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, because <laughs> you know we have. Don't ask me. Yeah, we have those once in a while. And for me, and Bianca comes like Marvin. I need you help me in this lesson. Is like, geez, this ain't going good already. And I feel that sometimes I know, like me, was large. Is that that dog's here today? Yeah, I that, love working with that dog. That lady loves working with you, and you love working with that dog. Yep. And I work with her a little bit here and there. Yep. But for me, I just let her go to you when she comes. I yeah. don't try to get in your, I mean, I'll go watch because I yeah. enjoy watching. Uh, and, but, you know, how would it have turned out if she would have started with me? We'll never know because she didn't. I feel that it would have turned out just as well. Yeah. Because she's a super nice person and she yes. came here to learn. She did, yes. You know, that's the bottom line. She came here yeah. to learn. She didn't yeah. come here to be opinionated about stuff. Yeah. And she didn't come here yeah. with a bag full of good things. Yeah. She came here to fix bad things. Yeah. And it makes a lot of difference. But, you know, there's sometimes that people come here and I'll bail out. You know, I bailed out on Mariah yesterday, the day before. Mariah, I don't know if she told you, she done three or four lessons in the last couple of days, but I'm like, I'm out of here. And, but it's been like with Tobin, you know, and Bauer, Bo. Mm -hmm. She went and done lessons with them for me the other day. And then she done a lesson with uh, Bauer, is that right? Yeah, Mariah said, Marvin gives me really nice customers. <laughs> yeah, I did. I always try to take care of my yeah. people. And I sent her out with uh, Ellen. Uh, Francesca. Yeah, today. Yeah. So for me, it's fun because, you know, we have, and I always brag about our group of people we have working for me. And it's like family, really. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you and Brett, I mean, we, me and Jody both, we really enjoy y'all coming over and mm -hmm. hanging out. And uh, I know for us, there's, I mean, we could add you two's ages together and you still wouldn't be as old as me. <laughs> but it's fun because of the fact that both of you really want to learn. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's a lot of fun. And Mariah is Jocelyn. She's kind of iffy if she listens to what I'll hear about tomorrow. <laughs> she tries really hard, but she's just one of those people that we need in this world to make up her For sure. Life. Everyone needs a yeah. Jocelyn in their life. Yeah. And we have so much fun with her because she is so dedicated now. And, yeah. you know, we were sitting in the kilns because we got a lot of room right now because we got a bunch of kilns out getting powder coated. So me and you and Joshua and Mariah were sitting here and talking. And if Carrie's on here, we'll probably be hearing about it. But how we end up with all these dogs and no kilns. Uh, but the thing is, is we all had fun with it. You know, we had people that got in the spot and they needed to bring dogs in yeah. the last minute. And we made a place for them. And, yeah. uh, and we're the ones that pay, me and you, more than anybody, because Mariah and Joshua's off this weekend. <laughs> oh, but by then, hopefully we'll have our kennels back because everything goes right and we can get it put back together. But it is fun because of the fact that the dedication that we all have for the dog. Mm -hmm. That's my mind. And I tell people, you know, constantly, you know, I, I represent the dog. I don't represent yeah. the people. I mean, yeah. I try to keep people safe because yeah. that's my thing and make them great dogs and make them good dog handlers and owners. But the dogs always tell the truth. 
Yeah. I touched the leash on the dog today, and he hit the ground like he was going to die. And I said, like, this dog got a problem. Mm-hmm. And he's a pup. He shouldn't be that way. And I feel he's that way because he's been maybe been mistrained. Mm-hmm. So we talked to the people, and hopefully we'll get that resolved and end up making a nice dog. You got a question, Brett? Yeah, I got a couple comments on here, Tim. Uh, that owner of Elliot says she's doing great, learning every day, coming in to board and train in a couple weeks. Elliot's coming in for board and train. Well, that in must a couple be a weeks. different Elliot. This is not Tim. Border Tim Derrickson is the person saying this. Different Elliot. Okay, and then Carrie said, "Just growl at rude people." <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, let's see. Then you have Yvonne on here. She said, "Looking forward to come over next week for the first lesson and see how Harley and Aspen are doing with the training oh, yeah. and the new pack." That's weird. Harley's cool. Yeah, Aspen's just a turd. <laughs> uh, a good one. Yeah. You know, Aspen reminds me of uh, Sadie up there now. Like I Sadie. agree. Yeah. Aspen's scared of the world. Yeah. Uh, everything's out to get her. And if you sneeze, she's like hitting the dirt. She thinks bombs going on. Ah. <laughs> 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 and the only reason I've done that is because my glass got a chip out of it. And I don't want her to get her. So I was just picking on her while ago, but she's going to get herself cut. But y'all seen how good that worked? <laughs> Stop. I am a great dog. You are. She didn't say, hey, what's wrong? I'm going to drink this water. She's like, I didn't drink this water. This shit's bad. You know what went through my head? I'm like, I got to change something. <laughs> and, and it does. And like I said, it's only because I got a chip. And I'm afraid the same thing with training dogs. If I would have took the time to thought out what, that Bianca don't drink my water because it's got a chip in the glass, she would already drink my dang water and got her lip cut and it would have had to pause because she's bleeding. But no, I don't think it would cut her. But it, it did work. Harry said, of course you have more dogs than kennels. Good thing I've been out sick. It's probably because she's been out sick. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason. We're we you, do Karen. not have a babysitter yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, we do. Jocelyn. Yeah. That's our problem right there. We have the Jocelyn. babysitter that lets us have yeah. ice cream yeah. and sugar. <laughs> but it is fun for me to see the... I feel that they're great friends we've made with the dog business. And yeah. the amount of people come here on Saturday to release your dogs. and You know, we got customers that come to us, and it reminds me of the horse training world. People will pay, you know, $10,000, $100,000 for a good horse, whatever, whatever they're doing. Roping, cutting, raining, barrel racing, whatever they're doing. Every once in a while, they send him back to the trainer and get a tune-up once they get home. And our dogs, I feel, we get the same way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Monty's coming back for a week. Yeah. And just because he's been a little hungry and the people yeah. don't want to be dog trainers, and they spoil him, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. But, the, you know, for them, they don't mind. They'll probably do it when they're going to do something anyway. Yeah. So he's going to be here for board, and they'll pay a few more dollars, and we'll train on him and yeah. make him behave. And they'll probably come back and do a lesson with us. So for me, it is fun. But you look at the money people spend on the dogs— to me, by the end of it, it's not a lot. Yeah. Because even if you spend three or four or five or ten thousand dollars on your dog, if you do the math on it, and you got a dog you're going to have for 12, 15, 18 years, yeah. there's not a lot of money of time you figure it all out. Yeah. And have a cool dog. 
What bothered me the other day, I had a, a, a mom and daughter here, and the mom was probably my age, the daughter's 30, whatever. And the mom told the daughter that, well, you just probably have to accept that you'll never be able to turn your dog loose and let it be off leash. And I'm yeah. like, I don't understand that. Yeah. I said, that's not me talking, that's your mom. Yeah. I said, I cannot imagine having a dog that I can't turn off leash. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, and not for me, it's, when it comes to dog training, I talk about me and my training, my experiences. You know, I've been pretty blessed with dog training, I think, just because of the, my determination. I don't like to do anything half-assed or not be good at it, and that's the reason that I don't do a lot of things, because I'm not good at a lot of things. But as far as running equipment, building fence, riding a horse, roping, catching cattle, training dogs, driving trucks, whatever, semis, I mean, building a barn. I mean, I can kind of do what I set my mind to do, but I think there's so many times that people set themselves up by fa for failure mm -hmm. because we've had a dog here recently that he'd been to two or three trainers and he got kicked out of one or two of them. And one of them told the people that their dog would never be able to be with other dogs and never get a recall. And this dog was like three years old. That's sad, mm -hmm. you know, for me because of the fact that they were just at their own trainer. Yeah. Or their own setup, not even right. necessarily their own trainer. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe just their own setup. But I always would enjoy teaching those trainers mm -hmm. to be better. Mm -hmm. Just like me, I've been to a lot of different cow dog trainers and watched them and learned and watched videos from them and stuff and more videos than hanging out with them, you know. But I feel the mental game in a dog's, I learned a lot sitting around a round table at a bar one night watching guys drank beer and chew Copenhagen. And we didn't work with dogs. We just talked dogs and training techniques and stuff. And so I think that's a lot of it, but I feel that some people, and I don't fit in that category at all, but some people feel like they know enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that feels like, because I've never felt I know enough about anything. No. Like saving money, I don't know enough about that. I need to learn more about it. But, I'm not a very good student. So, but with the dog training part of it is, one of the things that's bad, and I've had somebody comment to me recently during a lesson, that they get so aggravated when they work on their dog because their dog won't respect them and listen to them. The main thing is you get aggravated, right? Yeah. You already lost. Yeah. And you cannot expect your dog to listen to you and understand you if they can't understand what you're saying. Yeah. For me, it just goes right back to it. And I've seen all people, horse trainer, dog trainer, whatever, change words, add words, take a word out. For me, a dog jumps on me is no. It's not get down like I told Lady Day. Her dog jumped on her, she's like, get down. I said, give that dog a cookie, he done good. He'll jump on you again in a minute because he did do what you asked, he got down. And so for me, I think that's a lot of it, you know, and, and totally. our own head. Yeah. I mean, we, we're always ready to stop a dog from getting jumping on us because we always put our hands down. And if a dog jumps at you, raise your hand, which for me is teaching your dog to jump higher. Right. So they keep going up. You know, it's just and every week, I think we talk about a lot of the same things, but we get people that come here and they hear the same thing day after day after day after day after day. And sometimes I think they're just waiting for me to change the word so they can say, hey, that ain't what you said last 15 times. Mm -hmm. And some people do. They said, that ain't what you told me last time. I'm like, did it work for you? Mm -hmm. No. Okay, then we're going to change it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do something different. Mm -hmm. We can't keep doing what we're doing or we'll always get what we got and it ain't working. 
So, Brad, you got anything? No. So, Bianca, what did you learn today on dog training? Sometimes you need to take a deep breath. <laughs> um, and... Well, like Carrie with Lurch, I was thinking about her lesson, and I taught her a little bit of new stuff, but most of it was just refreshers, like reminding and giving different examples of how to reinforce it. And she knew everything I was saying, and it's not like she didn't get value out of it. She just wanted the refresher. You know, and that's a fun thing about her. And I mean, we have several people come here with dogs like that. And Kay was one of those people that they just want to get better. Yep. Yep. And have fun with her dog because yep. they love their dog. Yep. You know? And she will. She'll go home and do that you homework better. and then come back in a month when she has something else to work yep. on. And she'll be better. And yep. I mean, we see and her videos. Dog's better every time she yeah. comes. We see yep. videos of her and her dogs. And then what's her name at that uh, uh, Great Dane up in Seattle? Or, yeah. Oh, uh, Taylor. Yeah. 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 Well, her dog, I see, and I don't see a lot of her stuff. I don't know why, but I see. Every once in a while, she posts something on her and she tags us with it yep. and says thank you. And for me, it's just fun because those were big dogs. Mm -hmm. And she had two of them. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's, a, it's dedication. Mm -hmm. And it, it doesn't matter whether it's a dust mop or a Great Dane or Rottweiler or Pitbull or Dream Shepherd or what it is. For me, the training is still the same. Yeah. The hardest thing is for the training on them is for me, is the little dust mops, you can't correct them with the leash hardly because you pick them up off the ground. Yep. Whereas the big dogs, it doesn't bother them so much. So, yeah. and and that's a huge part of the training, you know. So, what's your favorite dog to train? Any stock dog. Really? Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I figured you're gonna be like any dog with a problem. Why? Well, I I feel like those ones usually are have an attitude, and I like the dogs that have a little bit of an attitude. So now, let me. I want to try to get this straight. You like any stock dog. Except for healers. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, why do I get the healers? But I don't count the healers as stock dogs. <laughs> Maybe I should clarify. So why would border you collie? rather work with a border collie than a lab? I don't know if you want me to say that on live TV. Lab's kind of boring now. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I remember back in the day when people picked on people about working cow dogs. They're like... Are we going to graduate from that border collie and get a real dog, like a hand tree or something, you know? And sometimes that's kind of the way people are with training dogs. But I go back to the labs. We're going to see, because you're getting you a new dog next week. Yeah. And it's going to be bad around here. If you ain't, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be bad. I'm not going to be the problem. And I'm going to have, like, a padlock on that dog's kennel <laughs> with a password. Because I'm telling you now, Quinn has done such a good job with her little dog. She has. She has set the bar pretty high for I you. know. I know. So, you have all the tools here. I know. And Suzanne. I've got confidence. I do. i got confidence in you. If you don't take that dog home every night and let Brett be the T.O.'s and shit. I want to. <laughs> That's the big thing. You take it home, he's going to spoil it, and you're not going to have a dog. He thinks I'm the bad guy. And he's going to have a problem. Thinks? <laughs> huh? 
Denial and dumb training. <laughs> so, Suzanne really wants to train another dog, another lab, so I'm going to probably grab one in the next few weeks or months or so. Well, I want her to help me with mine, too. Yes, you will. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it's fun because the people that have the little yellow lab mounts coming in. Mm-hmm. They bought that dog. They came here with a pet bull. It was a really bad dog, and they took it back, and they got a, uh, a lab puppy. Mm-hmm. And they came here and done a little lesson. They went home, and that little dog started eating them. Uh-huh. Then it would go in a crate, and they came back, and you done a lesson with them, and I sat out there and watched you. Mm-hmm. And they went home, and they came back for another lesson, correct? Mm-hmm. That dog was a totally different puppy. Yeah. It was only like 10, 12 weeks old then or whatever it yeah. was. And a totally different puppy. But it's because they went home with seeing what you done with the puppy in the in yeah. lesson. And that girl, so that girl hardly did any training with that puppy, but she is so proud of herself seeing that she can do something and it works and she can teach the puppy something and the puppy learns yes. and the puppy has fun and does good. She was so proud of herself. And that's what it's about, you know. And for me, I, I feel bad for sometimes for people like them. Who, I don't, I'm not sure why they got the pit bull. I think it was just kind of there, and they're like, oh my God, we can have a dog today. Mm-hmm. And they got it. Uh, and not saying rescues are bad, because we have a lot of nice rescue dogs totally. here. Work. Bauer, Bo, whatever his name was, he's a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. And he just happened to go home to a home that couldn't have another dog because we fixed their other dog, and now they got two cool dogs. Yeah. And they were just back here for a lesson yesterday, and not, that's two, two of the. Dogs I let Mariah go do, she took out through the woods, and they had a great time. And so for me, that's what the dog train's about, you know, it's about helping people have cool dogs and dogs mm-hmm. have cool owners. And it's just a real trying thing when people let their macho-ness, man or woman, get in the way. Yeah. Because we get dogs here, and they're like, man, my dog is so good, yada, 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 yada. I remember one lady, I told her, ma'am, I got a t-shirt in there that says, I have a perfect dog, except, and it ain't big enough for all your accepts. Yeah. We don't put the good things on her, we'll put the bad things on her. Or when people think that we want them to have their feelings hurt over, we want to help them. But yeah, if we never... to help them, we have to tell them the truth. Yeah, I never try to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, you know. Uh, it's fun here sometimes for us if we have a cool, cool couple... And they start throwing one another under the bus laughingly, you know. It makes a lot of fun for the lesson because of the fact that they've opened up and they're really having fun. So mm-hmm. it makes a lot more fun. And then for me, sometimes with people, when you see the light bulb come on in their head that they're like, huh, I got a problem and it's me. Then we can go town. We can work on it. Mm-hmm. But whenever they just keep turning that light off, it's like, damn, we ain't never going to get there if we don't change something. Yeah. So, any questions, Brett? Yeah. <clears throat> Carrie said we'll work on things when once Lurch wakes up. <laughs> Rochelle said, like when Chevy used to give us the middle finger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Rodney says his motto is, a doc don't shop. You know, and me, I, I don't agree with a, everybody adopting dogs. I think adopting dogs is cool because we have a lot of them out there need adopting. And I think it's great for people who have some experience. Or a trainer. Yeah. That'll yeah. help them. Yeah. You know, we've had a lot of adopted dogs here. Rescue dogs, I call them. But we've had a lot of rescue dogs here. We've fixed over years. I mean, Newberry Shelter, we take one of their dogs every month, two weeks, mm-hmm. and help them. We just helped them with Baldwin and uh, I don't remember who was. Oh, Trap. Trap. 
Yeah, Turkey yeah. Darrell were very And both rare. those dogs went to homes. They did. They had that, problem dogs yeah. that was with us for training yeah. before. So for me, neither one of those people could have had either one of those dogs before their dogs came here for training because yeah. they would have had a problem dog. Oh, yeah. So it's fun to see the people follow through with what we taught them and come back, you know. Mm-hmm. Trap hadn't been back for a while. No, but she sends us pictures. He was not supposed <clears throat> to be with cats, and he snuggles with the cat on the floor. And oh, really? gets long and behaves. Huh? I don't see all those pictures. I don't know where they show up at, but I miss a lot of that stuff because I'm not in the right place, I guess, at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just fun for me to see the fact that they put the dedication in. And yeah. they changed with Turkey Bird uh, Trap. And Frodo, mm-hmm. they changed because of the fact that they needed to. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got a daughter that's cool, cool kid, and well respected. I mean, but she just brought Frodo wild, and mm-hmm. uh, he got in trouble, and they couldn't dig him out of the trouble. And, mm-hmm. and then I told him when they came here, somebody's going to step up to the plate and be the leader of the house. And mm-hmm. the wife, I can't remember her name. Sabrina. Sabrina, she yeah. did. She stepped up, and I mean, it surprised me yeah. how well of a job she done. She says she growls at her kids sometimes too. Yeah, I growl at you. It <laughs> you works. <did. laughs> it's effective. Yeah, but it is fun for me to see the the time and dedication and money. Yep. The money to me is nothing. You can go get a job and make that, mm-hmm. but the time that you uh, you allow to do this. And the amount of effort you put into it, mm-hmm. you know, that's the hard part. Yeah. The dedication yeah. to doing it. Yeah. Like I said, the money, you can go borrow that or pick up pop cans around here or something and, uh, or work some overtime or whatever to get the money. But it doesn't matter for me, and it's been proven time and time again, it don't matter how much money you have. You can't make a great dog if you're not in it and dedicated to it and know what you're doing. You can't. The money can't make a dog good. Yeah. So it's fun to see the people that put that time and effort into it, like Kay did herself and uh, everybody here. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said before, Suzanne and Kay and Linda and Nancy. I mean, it's fun to see them. And Jocelyn and uh, Mariah. Mm-hmm. They're, I don't know if there's a whole lot of kids that young that's got such cool dogs. And uh, Quinn now. Well, they're probably... Yeah. Yeah. And Wes. Yeah. If they follow through, Wes is going to be cool because yeah. he was a nice dog while he was here. So yeah. for me, it's fun to see the kids have such nice dogs. So, Brad, we got anything? I don't even know what time of day it is. Okay. 6.35. It's still early. <clears throat> so for dogs, we're going to talk about... Uh, The white dog, the poodle-looking thing. My love. So, we have Milo here, and I'm not sure if the owner's on or not, but he's six years old, right? Mm-hmm. He's a male dog. They had before children, I think, mm-hmm. and they spoiled him and made him their baby, and then they had children. And luckily, he's really good with the kids. Yeah, no kidding. So, that's a big thing for me. But he's been here for... Uh, Maybe tomorrow, two weeks. And he was doing a s- terrible. I mean, me and Bianca talked about geez, and I told the owners the other day, we decided whether we should just send him home and give up. But I don't like to give up. Yeah. And neither do you. Yeah. So we kept plugging through it, and we moved him from one kennel to another, made him really, really good. And now he started being really bad because mom and dad couldn't see him. Yeah. 
So this morning, me and Mariah was in the kennels, and it was early, and we didn't have very many dogs at that time. So I'm like, hey, let's put the backpack on him. She's Ambrose's backpack. So we put a bottle of water on each side and put a backpack on him and got him on the treadmill for 10 minutes, I think. And he done really good. I mean, he, he didn't, he had one little spot of drool around him, but yeah, we had him on there yesterday and the whole treadmill was slobbery. The day it was just a little bit, so he done a lot better. And he done really good. We took him out with a pack, he done really good. And we ran through for 10 minutes too, and she done really good. But we put him back in the pack in a kennel Milo and he's been crazy all day. Mm-hmm. And it just, for me, it might want me to make me pull my hair out, but I don't have enough to pull out, so. It's really hard. Those dogs are hard for me mm-hmm. to figure out. It's like, ah, what makes them, you know? But if you go back to my way of thinking on training, and that's why I'm stuck on three weeks. If you remember my motto on it, the first week they're turned, then they start getting pretty good, and about day 13 or 14, they lose it. Yep. And today's 13th day. Okay. So now tomorrow, he'll probably be bad. My hopefully my expectations is Friday and Saturday he'll start being cool if it goes like normal. Yeah. And you can almost look at the dogs and watch the dogs and be like, huh, must be like day 13 or 14 because they just lost it. If they're going to lose it. Yeah. Some don't even lose it. Some of them don't even care. Four, five, six days here, they just start being cool. Yeah. And then we can just run with it and go with it. But like him, we haven't taken him to the woods yet and released him. No. I'm not sure we'll catch him. Uh, for me, that's a big thing. Once we get them into the woods where we can turn loose, I think that makes a lot of difference. It's really back. good for them. Yeah, and it's good for them and us because then we have the confidence that yeah. they're doing better. Yeah. So it yeah. makes it hard on them. Uh, what's his name? He just wanted to eat the girls because they had pizza. They didn't put the pizza up. Mariah, I think, ran and hid in the bathroom with a pizza. And Jocelyn ran for the kennels and Fizz followed her and ran in the kennels. She shut the door. Uh, it would have been a fun video to have. I could hear her squeaking now. <clears throat> so, and I wasn't in there. We were, me and you were in the office talking to someone. But, she was probably just happy it wasn't her dog eating the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said that uh, Chewy tried to steal a piece of pizza. She just kept on with his lips hold you know, on. One of them caught him and they threw pizza in the trash because he was trying to eat it. So it's never dull around the kennels. And then we've got uh, Bronk here. Mm-hmm. And that dog's a lot different. I mean, he's a different dog because of, I, I feel, and Mary and I and Dusty, we've talked about, I feel that he just stayed home too much and was isolated instead of being out with people. And, uh, that, and you know, for me, it goes back to a lot of times, like me, I don't take Bear, Roxy, and Mari anywhere to speak of. I mean, Bear, I take but you could. I could. I would yeah. never worry about them. Yeah. And I don't worry about them with people. I mean, big people, old people, old people, young people, it don't matter. Uh, I think they all three like everybody. I don't know that I ever met a stranger. They met, they meet different people and dogs uh, daily. every day. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a lot it's, different. It's a yeah. lot different for them, but I feel what happens to these dogs and me, I try to stress to people, if you got a dog, even if you're kind of a hermit, I feel you still need to get them socialized and let people let them know that people can come around. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, I've never had a ruined, spoiled dog that I created. I've worked with a lot of them mm-hmm. over the years, but 
me and you and some other people were talking the other day, and y'all were saying something about, well, you know, whenever you do it, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. Now, I fish, like I said, I fish a lot of them. We work with dogs like that daily around here. But for me, it'd be hard to imagine, like me, it would be hard for me to go to the kennels and then bear want to start biting people or dog fighting. They'd be like, that'd be traumatizing to me. And so I know what it could be like mm -hmm. to people mm -hmm. because you don't just, you know, say, oh, I'm going to ruin my dog. Yeah, nobody wants it. No, and when it happens for me, the bad thing about it is there's so many times that people isolate that situation mm -hmm. rather than getting the right help. And for me, it goes back to the fact that Sometimes you gotta change trainers. Even me, I don't work for everybody. I mean, I've had a dog here recently, literally. The people told me that this dog bites me all the time. I can't move my feet sometimes because it starts chewing on them in the house and I had to pick it up and cuddle it for a little while and put it in a scrape for an hour until it calms down. I'm like, really? And I led that dog, I had it in my kennels and I just had a slip rope on it, slip leash. And it wouldn't eat my shoes, and I didn't let it. And that lady's like, are you going to be mean to my dog? Like, nobody ain't eating my damn boots. Mm -hmm. Cost me almost 200 bucks. I ain't going to let a dog chew on them. Mm -hmm. And so, and I don't feel that lady's going to come back for us because I don't feel we're the right training for her. Mm -hmm. But she's like, well, what are you going to do with my dog if I leave it here for training? I'm like, I'm going to make it mine. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach it how. I'm going to teach it wrong and right. That's yeah. what we do here. Yeah. And so I know she feeds her lots of cookies and treats and, I don't know, maybe cheeseburger and hamburger or steak. I don't know. But still, I think it was like, what, was an eight-month, nine-month-old dog and ran into a car? Yeah, a pug. And that little bastard me, you know, and their mouth opens up like this. The <laughs> whole not, head. Yeah, they're not like yeah. a little dust mop. an alligator. Yes. <laughs> and so for me, you know, that dog, the bad thing about it for me, that dog is going to be rehomed or put down. Yeah. She said she can't even walk in the house. My dog says she ain't walking, she ain't walking. Yeah. And so, this is bad. And we had a dog that here that people can't take on a walk no more because it's got too ornery. You know, I can't accept those facts. I mean, I think that it's just a matter of doing some training on them, but it goes back to if you always do what you always did, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. And if you don't change some things on these dogs that you feed cheeseburger and french fries and scrambled eggs, Jody. <laughs> Jody Bed Rio says scrambled eggs for because she had a ear surgery yesterday and Jody's thinking she wasn't eating this morning so she gave her some scrambled eggs and for me she can do that she can her dog ain't gonna get no action her dog's not gonna act like, any different it's like yeah. this is cool I got some eggs today yeah so but her dog ain't spoiled yeah now some people would be like damn my dog is spoiled it rides in the back seat of the car the heat and air conditioner Riding back seat of the pickup truck, heat air conditioner. It rides in the side by side with her. I mean, it does all kinds of things. It sleeps on the back porch in the mudroom. Actually, it ain't a porch. I guess it is a porch, but it's part of the house. It's inside. Yeah, yeah. it's inside. It's not outside where it's cold or rain. But her dog deserves it because yeah. it helps. It helps get yeah. turkeys and chickens and cows and. I mean, even the little ranch manager, I guess, somebody seen him bulldog that dog to the ground the other day. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and that dog did bite him. So, I mean, and I see him getting rough with her out here the other day and I hollered at him. And for him, he was just, I don't know, he probably seen steer wrestling on the I'm TV. sure of it. It was a nice job he did. <laughs> it was quick on the ground. <laughs> He's been practicing on Jody's dog. So yeah. I have to have a talk with him about it. He can't be doing it. 
But it is fun because of the fact that dog puts up with all the kids, you know. She's like 10 years old. Yeah. And she's put up with all the grandkids running around here aggravating her and stuff. And, and strangers coming in and out of the house because Jody's got a store back here. She sells beef, pork, and stuff. And so there's people coming going all the time, and Rio don't care. No. And so for me, that's it's worth everything. Those dogs are hard to replace. And Jody's had three of them since I've been here. She had Sugar, then she had Trin, and then now Rio. So people talk about it. You're lucky if you ever have one great dog or one great horse. And Jody's had three great dogs mm -hmm. that I know of. Now, she had some before that, but that I know of. And so the people who make excuses for their dogs being bad, that's a problem. It is, yeah. Instead of fixing the problem, they just make excuses. And it's not really fair for the dog. It's not. Like the lady the other day that said, you, you just got to learn to accept that you can't ever let your dog off leash. I don't agree with that. No. That sucks for the dog. Yeah, you'll never get to run around and be a dog. And The thing is, for me, is if you take a road trip or if you go to the beach and, oh, I can't let my dog run. Mm -hmm. I can't catch him. That's not very fair. So, Brad, we got any questions? No. Okay, then I think we're going to bail, huh? Yeah, you want to talk about your podcast real quick? We've you want to We posted the link to the podcast. You just oh, oh awesome. Yeah. You did or you want to? I did. You did. Cool. So, yeah, go to the podcast, check us out. We're going to start putting more and more stuff on there. And it's kind of fun. I didn't realize it, but I guess it's like listening to audio books. Mm -hmm. When you're cruising down the road, you can get on there and listen to us talk trash about stuff. Mm -hmm. Whether it's literally trash or we're talking about dogs or owners or us, you know. Uh, I feel it's a lot of fun. And... One of these days, we'll get on here and talk some stories about catching cattle or something and throw them on podcasts because they're kind of fun. and They're pretty entertaining sometimes. If Jody don't get ran over, she gets ran over, not very entertaining. <laughs> so, or if you tear down fences, you got to go rebuild. But, so, Bianca, you got anything you want to add? Nope, not today. And I do enjoy you coming up and joining us on Facebook. It's Me a lot too. Of fun. And, uh, we didn't get into dog food talking tonight. We'll save that for another time. Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week. So, uh, we want to thank everybody, and we'll see y'all next week. And just see There's him. a cow in the garden. <laughs> no. Not kidding. Yeah, not kidding. <laughs> well, we ain't got to go. We all have a good evening. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher Podcast. If you found this information helpful, we suggest following even more of our dog training tips and resources on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Marvin Pierce Dog Teacher.